Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome back to Believe in the Big Five. I'm D-Ray and today's show has no guests. Uh, Today, I'm going to take time to explain what the Big Five is because I realized in so many ways, the Big Five is a storyline that a lot of people from Philadelphia know about, but not necessarily people from outside of the area. Um, To Philadelphians, the Big Five is almost as important as any of our um, professional sports teams in the Sixers, the Phillies, um, the Flyers, the Eagles, uh, the Philadelphia Union, anybody that you mention from Philly, um, the Big Five is as important as them. And it's on a collegiate level. It's pretty much a, I guess the best way to put it is informal um, or unofficial uh, alliance between LaSalle, Penn, Villanova, Temple, um, and St. Joe's. There's a reason I mentioned them last. Um, But yeah, it's just become the most historic uh, college alliance to date. It started in the mid-1950s where the teams decided to, back then they would host a uh, a tournament. Most times, you know, set up as a doubleheader in one way or another. And, like, it was the biggest thing. If you ask anybody who was around for that era to see the Big Five really take off, I guess probably the 60s and the 70s as well, to see what the Big Five was um, back then, it's it's religion to, to a lot of people. Uh, these games make some of the most heated games. I think the beauty of it is that every team takes the time to schedule each other in their out-of-conference play. Because, you know, in college you have your out-of-conference play where you go against teams, obviously, not in your conference. For example, Villanova, we played UConn this year. And that's something that a lot of people would see um, on a regular basis back in the day when UConn was in the Big East. But now they're in a completely different conference, and that was a out-of-conference game. But – Every year, um, for a while now, the Big Five teams make sure that they have the other four teams somewhere on their schedule. Sometimes it falls within the uh, beginning of the season, the first half of the season, um, before that Christmas break when people kind of kick off their conference play for the most part. But sometimes it, it happens in January or February. But it's one of those things that every team wants to make sure that they um, get that game in with the other teams. So... In so many ways, like I said, as heated as these games are, it's turned into something that a lot of these coaches and a lot of Philadelphians circle on their uh, on their calendar. Being a Villanovan, the biggest storyline for me is the game against St. Joe's. And for y'all who don't know, the game between Villanova and St. Joe's is called the Holy War. And in the sense of the Holy War, <laughs> you have two, um, you know, religious schools that 
it turns into the the word war is not to be used lightly. It turns into one of the most brutal, hostile, uh, any word that you could think of that draws to that environment, not only in Philly, but in college basketball. Like I remember going to St. Joe's and the names that these people would call us. And obviously these people are right down the street. And if we were to see each other at any part uh, of the year, it would be just as conflicted. Like you, as a Villanova, you have to be ready for people to run up on you and yell, the Hawk will never die. You know, the Hawk will never die. Like that's their thing. You really have to be prepared for that. So in so many ways, uh, the the rivalry between Villanova and St. Joe's is, is one of the most historic, not only in Philadelphia, but in basketball. There are other storylines. UPenn and Temple is a huge one. Um, and Coach Fran Dunphy, who is just now leaving Temple University, you know, he's been at both programs as well as LaSalle. And it's turned into, like I said, one of the more historic rivalries between teams just because of so many overlaps and things like coaches and guys recruiting guys. You know, Philly isn't the biggest. It's a big city, but it's not the biggest city. So everybody kind of knows everybody. And it's very tight-knit in the sense of everybody knows everybody's business. Not necessarily, you know, everybody is for uh, one another inside of their respective sports. And the Big Five brings that out of everybody, you know, who who is involved with it. No one team necessarily has dominated the Big Five for any number of years. And it's like it, it's weird. It kind of it's this kind of a torch passing type of thing that goes on. For example, um BJ Johnson, he was on the Lakeland Magic this year. BJ Johnson was a guy I grew up with um I don't know say grew up with. I played with at Lower Marion for my junior and senior year while I was there. And BJ went to Syracuse and transferred to LaSalle. Um, but people don't understand that for somebody like BJ Johnson, like when his father was there, LaSalle was the team that year in and year out they were kind of known for winning the Big Five and dominating the Big Five. And it's weird. It's always this kind of like respect. You know, even he would talk about back then, you know, whichever team won uh, the Big Five for the most part, the other teams would have to come to them in the summer and play pickup back in their day. Um, in my years, we didn't lose a single Big Five game as far as going against Big Five teams. And last year, they did the same thing with that 2018 championship team. And then this year, you have UPenn come and win it for the first time in a long time. And it's crazy because, like I said, it is religion. Like, you are talking about something that is so serious to Philadelphians. It's not even funny. Like, it's as serious to us as it is where you get your cheesesteaks your knowledge of Rocky and things like that. It's just in so many ways that time of year when big five teams play each other is crazy. I was on the coaching staff at Villanova this past year, and as that UPenn game wound down and it was becoming more and more clear that they were about to beat us, and I think they had one more game after that take care of business, but they were ultimately about to um, win the big five championship. There were there were people crying, like crying in the stands you know they they had a little mini ride they stormed the court like it was the biggest thing and i'm not saying that to take anything from them i'm just trying to express how important the big five is to philadelphians this year was probably one of the most i guess it makes sense because it was a transitional year for the big five in so many ways um Two coaches, two head coaches, and Fran Dunphy 
and uh, Phil Martelli, two guys who really embodied uh, everything their program was about. It was weird. Like, when you think of those two guys, you think of those schools through and through, and they really, truly, truly embody what those programs were about. Like, you almost don't um, – outside of, of Coach Chaney at, at Temple, you almost really can't think of another figure at the helm of those programs as far as the coaching position goes. But two coaches um, – they left their programs. Fran Dunphy, it was explained that from the beginning of the year, for the most part, he was done. You know, they, they kind of made it be known in an official manner that, okay, after this year, um, Fran Dunphy is done at Temple and he will, you know, move on to X, Y, and Z and whatever he wants to do afterwards. Um, but Coach McKee is going to step into that head coach position. Uh, Phil Martelli was actually on the beginning of the year, um, Philly Famous podcast which is a podcast that's run by my friend Greg Hoseman. And Phil Martelli actually spoke out about it. And at the end of the year, after not the most successful year uh, at St. Joe's, um, St. Joe's, you know, parted ways with Coach Martelli as well. And it was just, it was a very, anybody from Philly will tell you it was a very odd time because now you're looking at what feels like a completely different Big Five. Coach Ashley Howard, who was an assistant coach at Villanova um, from 2013 up until last year, um, had his first year at LaSalle, you know, as the the head men's basketball coach. And in so many ways, it just it really shook up the dynamic to have a Philly guy in him go to LaSalle and ultimately start to turn that program around from what it's been for years and years and years now. Um it's something that the, the city, you know, has to hang his hat on. It's, it's, we're definitely proud of him in so many ways. And Philadelphia is definitely proud that you have a Philly guy who knows what the culture is and understands what Philly basketball is about and understands how important the Big Five is, um, you know, take over a program like that. And I'll say it as a Villanovan, we saw in that game um, at the Palestra against LaSalle, like he already had got those guys to play with a completely different sense of urgency and a completely different just – level of basketball and they had in a while um so you know that he's going to turn that program around obviously coach Wright is still at Villanova you know as the head men's basketball coach um and thank god it's going anywhere anytime soon but you know he might be the most constant um Steve Donahue got the UPenn job several years back and he's immediately obviously they won this year he immediately turned around um the dynamic of UPenn basketball and kind of brought back a certain sense of grit because obviously yes UPenn is a uh, Ivy League school and some people can look at them and just say uh you know Ivy League kids they might not be the toughest he brought that grit and 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 just toughness back to UPenn basketball but as far as Temple and St. Joe's goes, they have two new head coaches. Um, Temple it has Aaron McKee. Most people know Aaron McKee from his days um, on the Sixers alongside Allen Iverson. And he's a great coach, a guy who has been assistant coach at Temple for a while now. But like I said, another guy who understands what the culture is, understands what Philly basketball is, understands so much of what it takes to win on several different levels a very dangerous guy, um, you know, in that position. And then you also have Coach Billy Lang. And for those of you who don't know who Coach Billy Lang is, Coach Billy Lang was at Nova um, several years back, and he left for the 76ers in 2013. In the fall of 2013, Coach Lang left 
took the job as an assistant coach at the 76ers. Obviously, back then, the Sixers aren't what they are now. They did not have Joel Embiid. They did not have Ben Simmons. They definitely didn't have Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris. But he was a huge part of the resurgence of that 76ers team. And when the position for the St. Joe's um, head basketball coach opened up, he was a guy who they immediately thought of and ultimately ended up getting the job, which will make for a very, very interesting year um, coming up. Now, I'm a Nova guy. I would never go against Nova, but I'd be lying to y'all if I didn't say that the Big Five has got that much more interesting. Um, and moving forward, it's going to be that much more competitive, but I think it's great. Um, a couple weeks ago, I was at the Big Five banquet, and a couple of our guys got honored, you know, um, Coach Dunphy had gave his, you know, he had got the Coach of the Year award in the Big Five, and, you know, he gave his speech, and he gets up there, and he jokes. He says, all right, we have a guy who just won the Big Five championship with a U-Pen team that hasn't won in a while, and you have a guy, Coach Wright, who had five guys, uh, I mean, four guys, sorry, graduate last year, and now he uh, has just won a another Big East regular season and a Big East tournament title. And I'm up here giving the speech. And obviously everybody's laughed, everything like that. But it was interesting to see his humility and his understanding of what, you know, Big Five was about as he talked about his years and it being at three different programs and what each one of them meant to him and what Philadelphia meant to him. And which was in many ways seen as his last uh, his last address to the Big Five crowd. In so many ways, like I said, the dynamic has just completely, completely uh, shifted. But I can't help um, but share this. As I'm sitting there, I'm realizing, like, the Big Five has kind of lost its flair. And as a Philadelphian, yes, we've always appreciated We've always understood it. And it is the most historic um, alliance in college basketball. But in so many ways, it's felt like, the Big Five kind of, I don't know, like people just kind of forgot it. I, I don't know what happened. Like it's other storylines have kind of overlapped it. But I can't help but think, and maybe I'm crazy for making this prediction on here, but I've said it before to other people, and I obviously got to say it on here because this is the show for it. I can't help but think with all these changes happening, like I said, with Coach Ashley Howard, um, you know, stepping into the head coaching job at LaSalle, with Steve Donahue being at Penn and everything that he's doing and building that program with Billy Lane being at St. Joe's, with Aaron McKee uh, being at Temple, and with Coach Wright, you know, kind of stepping into, for him, which is a new role because Villanova has never seen this level of success. He's never seen this level of success, but neither has Villanova. So in many ways, everybody's in a different role. I can't help but think this is going to be the resurgence of the Big Five. You know, I got a feeling, um, and like I said, y'all can mark this down. Please do, please do, because I definitely am. I got a feeling that the Big Five is back. I think the Big Five is going to be at the helm of college basketball again. Not in the sense of it's something that everybody tunes into and it's something that everybody pays attention to, but it's going to be what it used to be and then some because these schools and these coaches are going to bring such a competitive um, spirit to these games, you know, in and out of the palestra, which is the Big Five's um you know, Mecca, I guess the best way to put it, they're going to bring such a, a spirit back to the city. And it's you kind of already felt it with the pro teams getting better and better, and obviously Villanova's recent success. But I feel like 
the Big Five is back. And in these upcoming years, it's going to make for one of the premier alliances in college basketball. Like I said, I might be crazy. I might just be too loyal of a Philadelphia in that sense. I might be going off on a whim. But I really uh, think and hope that the Big Five is is, is, is finally resurged and it's finally found new life. And kind of that glare and glimmer that escaped uh, the city's college basketball scene for so long. Because with the Sixers, we kind of saw it up and down. Obviously, post-AI era was... It was kind of shaky, and then we kind of, in the late 2000s, had a run with Iggy and uh, Drew Holiday and those guys. And obviously, in the beginning, in 2012, pretty much until about 2015, 16, it was a shaky time to be a Sixers fan. But like I said, a lot of it kind of went away from the college scene of Philly basketball. But I think with these coaches, um, these players coming into these programs, because every coach is going out and getting some of the best guys locally and guys out of the city to just make these like monster teams. I can't help but think and hope um, in so many ways that Big Five basketball is back. So, like I said, that's my spiel. Obviously, it was a lot, but I felt the need to explain what Big Five basketball really is. And Throughout this season on Believe in the Big Five, on this uh, Believe Podcast Network, we're going to talk to guests that really get across the point. Like, you know, Coach Ashley Howard, uh, he spoke on it, and Phil Booth and Eric Pascal spoke on it, and Avery Marr spoke on it, and our first three guests. But our guests moving forward are really going to help patch together the story, which is the Big Five, and how much it truly has meant um, to play in it and be a part of it. So stay tuned with that. And um, definitely, definitely, if you haven't already, please continue to believe in the Big Five. See you guys next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.